twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. Growing up in, in Los Angeles, because we don't have you know mass transit like New York, good mass transit that is pretty much regular and on time, ours is atrocious. It's kind of like a, a rite of passing to get your driver's license at 16. At 15 and a half, you get your driving driver's permit. I got my driver's permit. Danny took me out, taught me how to drive. I probably, my, my stepsister and I are around the same age, so we were learning to drive at the same time period, so we gave my dad tons of gray hair doing this. Oh, that's how that happened? Yeah. And who made him lose the rest of the hair? Actually, I think that's when we started driving, when, when we didn't have the permit, he was wondering if we were still going to come home alive in oh, one piece. got it. What was interesting is is, is the car that, my, the car, the first car that I bought was a Chevy Love pickup truck, and it was an automatic you know, it was simple. So the cars that we learned to drive on originally was an automatic. But one time I went to the LA County Fair and my grandfather, I was 16, I had a license at this point and we were camping and he tossed me the keys and he says, you know, hey, Roxanne, you know, if you want, you can go down to the, uh, to the store. There's like, you know, maybe there's like a McDonald's or something that I wanted to get something at. I'm not sure a soda. So Jimmy and I, my brother drove down there. And as I start to get out of the area, I didn't know how to do a stick shift. I understood the concept and how to make it work. Oh, you didn't have your license at that point? I thought no, you said I you had, had you I had my had license. Drive. I knew how to drive an automatic, but not a stick shift. Oh, I thought you learned on a stick shift. No, I learned on the automatic. And then when I went camping with my grandfather, that's when we he tossed me the keys to a stick shift. Oh, and I understood the concept of it, but I didn't I, I didn't know how to drive it. Did he know that you didn't know how to drive a stick shift? Do you think Gramps really cares? Maybe but my grandfather's very easygoing and things don't upset him and, and he really doesn't pay attention to rules. Rules are for other people. So he tosses me the keys and, and Jimmy and I, you know, drive down and we go to the McDonald's and get a soda or whatever the heck it was and then we're going to come back. But everything was on a hill and it didn't dawn on me that I just went down this huge hill. And I stalled the car probably three or four times just trying to get it out of the McDonald's parking lot because it was a little little lip to go out. And then you have to go up this big gigantic hill to the campsite again. I was freaked out and it stalled a couple times on the street. And then all of a sudden someone in a, an expensive car pulled behind me like a Mercedes or a BMW. You know, and if I saw a car and I'm driving up and it keeps stalling, that's the last car I'm going to be behind. And there's a police officer, you know, kind of a little bit farther up that was stopping people. So it, in order to get away without hitting this car behind me is I pulled the emergency brake and I said, Jimmy, you know, when I tell you to drop it, drop that down. And I was like revving the shit out of the engine. And all of a sudden he dropped it. It was like an older Volkswagen bug. It dropped and I like peeled out. And that was my first experience with a stick shift. I didn't destroy my grandfather's car. I didn't smash into the fancy car behind me, but I learned how to drive on a stick shift. The funny thing about a stick shift is I, I haven't even the slightest lightest idea where to begin in a car like that. I've always driven an automatic car. I didn't really even start driving until I was in my 20s because I didn't need to because in New York, I mean, you don't really need a car where when you live in the city. And so I, I don't even, even if someone tossed me the keys, I'm not even sure where I would start. Well, I had an idea because, you know, I've seen people drive stick shifts, but I ended up, I think my second car, it was a stick shift, which wasn't that long after my first car because it was such a piece of shit. You know, the lemon law, you know, on an old car doesn't count. Oh. So I ended up getting a new car. And Isn't, doesn't the piece of shit law kick in at that point? No, because you buy it used and old and you're just mm. screwed. Wow. The new vehicle that I purchased was a Mazda pickup truck because I am a lesbian and all lesbians need to have stick shifts. And I got used to playing with the stick shift, not like downgrading the gears and stuff like that and grinding. I'd actually just use the brakes, but it kind of keeps you awake and I feel like I'm doing something. And ever since then, every vehicle I have owned up until today has been a stick shift. I prefer them. 
I actually like them. What is it you like about it, though? I don't know. It seems like more work. It seems like it would take away from talking on the cell phone. It would take away from eating because you got to be using an extra hand. I mean, it seems like there's lots of things you wouldn't be able to do. No, you could do all that stuff. Check email on the BlackBerry. You could could drive a stick shift and have someone fiddling with you down below and still be able to get into different gears if you know how to drive. Well, I got that. I mean, that's someone doing you. But I mean, Jesus, if you just want to eat and, you know, have a drink or something. Not a problem. Soda, you know, I, I don't get it. Yeah, no, not a problem. Seems like too much going on. No, it's it keeps you busy, and I it was just fun. I, I I prefer it. I prefer stick shifts. And to me, it's like you know, if you prefer that, why pay extra money to get the automatic? But the car that I have today, I bought it. Uh, I think what two years ago or so. Has been that long? Oh my god! Yeah, it is. It's wow. a, it's a two thousand five. Frightening. So I have a two thousand five Miata, and I mean, it's a it's a convertible. People, you know, how do you not have a stick shift? with a little sports car see this this doesn't even i i don't even get what you're saying because i I just don't understand that because it's faster and you can speed around and so forth but because of virginia she's told me that she's tried to learn how to do a stick shift no i don't think i really ever have not i thought you said that you tried no that was some other girlfriend you used to have no all my other girlfriends knew how to drive a stick shift you're the only one Uh, you were dreaming okay so virginia's alzheimer's is kicking in We'll just pretend she didn't say anything. What ended up happening is, is that when I went looking for the vehicle, I thought, you know, just in case, you know, I should get a car that, that, that she should be able to drive if there's an issue. And at that point, I, I decided that, you know, I can commit to her for five years. And I bought my, you know, my little Miata, cute little red color. I love red for cars. And I ended up sucking it up and getting an automatic, which is just, like I said, unheard of. Virginia hates my fucking car. I should have just got a stick shift. Well, you know, here's the thing. I really appreciate the fact that you did get an automatic because, yeah, I think that's a good idea. I mean, if you're, like, on the ground, you know, writhing in pain at some point and I have to drive the car, yeah, I won't be able to get you to the hospital, and I definitely can't do that in a stick shift. Of course, I could just call a taxi, but name it. Yeah, but how long would it got? take for a taxi in okay, LA? Okay, all right, let's review. The, the Miata is, like, this little teeny tiny sardine can and you know driving that on the LA freeways scares the crap out of me because I feel like anyone could run me over I'm surprised that anyone sees them I can't even actually see the side of the car because they're so tiny and there's only two two seats in this thing first of all you can only fit two people in it and you know I have tons of crap that has to go with me in my car all my toys my bicycle everything else so none of that's going in there I can't even go shopping at Costco and take your car but for some reason unless I actually stick my head out of the window and look look out the back of the car I can't even see cars that are on the side of me practically it's just it drives me insane so I feel unsafe in the car to begin with and then it's only about three inches off the ground so and the wheels are these like little race type wheels so you feel every bump and grind and then it's got this this cloth top to it so you hear everything going on in the road you know and I want to listen to podcasts and I want to listen to the radio and my music and all I can hear is road noise I'm practically deaf by the time I get out of the car what's not to like well let's see we're in Los Angeles the weather's usually pretty good you could have the top down today when I went out to do an audit I put the convertible top down it was like 80 degrees I turned the air conditioning on so it was blowing on me a nice cool breeze I was blaring uh, a new CD that I purchased and I was a happy-go-lucky go camper. The only thing that was missing was the, the fucking stick shift that I got that I didn't get because of you. I'm, so now you're sitting there bagging the shit. This is the first time, by the way, people, that she's told me exactly how she feels about this car in two years. So I'm like, I, I'm blown away. I didn't because, wanna... because when I first got it, I was so excited. Well, I was excited that you got a stick shift, but then the first time I drove it, it was or like, automatic. well, first of all, or an automatic, and I had to like fold myself up into an origami just to get into the car. <laughs> 
No, it's. I mean, it's 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 big enough to get in and out and so forth. I mean, it is low to the ground, but it's a, it's a fun little car. And then when I when I ever, the funniest thing is whenever I turn around to look in the back window, like when I'm backing up, because that's normally what I do. I always like slam my arm against the back window because it's right there, and I don't expect it to be right there. So that's always jarring. It is not my car's fault that you have ape arms. No, I don't have ape arms. I have dragon no, on the ground. Pe- normal people's arms I have but anyway I mean it's it's a cute little car but I just I don't want to be driving such a little car in LA no I mean I can understand that you know it is a smaller car but you know if you think of Los Angeles to get a parking space it's small enough I can just pop it in really anywhere and there's not an issue where with your vehicle it's like ooh, the car won't fit you know, you do a little, uh, what do they call it? a little braille parking method, you know, a little whoops, tap here, whoops, tap in the front, tap in the back, you know, <laughs> okay, I'm in. Yeah, see, to me, it's like just zoom, zoom, you're parked and you're ready to go. Yeah, I don't know. And a convertible in the summertime is wonderful. Like when it's dark out and when dusk is coming and it starts to get a little bit darker and it's just, I mean, the weather's perfect. See, it's, now- it's a motorcycle with with four wheels. All right, two things scare me about that. The first thing is I'm always afraid when I'm by myself driving your car that I'm going to be able to pop that top open and somehow I'm never going to be able to get it back in again. I'm not going to be able to get it to like reattach. That's my one neurotic fear. And you the second just leave one it down is and I and and I'll deal well, with it. Yeah, but I mean if I park somewhere, I don't want it to be all open and everything. And then the second thing is I'm afraid if I'm if I'm stopped at a red light somewhere in LA on some crazy street corner that somebody's going to try and jump in the car with me or toss me out of it. When I was younger, I test drove a uh, convertible uh, Mustang. It was uh, Galpin Ford, which is in Panorama City. And I guess to the right of it, and I wasn't aware, is like a heavily, I don't know, drug neighborhood as well as gangs. So I was test driving this convertible. So it's I'm in the front seat. The, the uh, sales guy is in the passenger seat. Cheryl's in the back seat. I guess these gang guys start chasing this other guy, and he literally leaps into the, the Mustang and the one landed. That you're in? Yeah, in the car that we're doing a test drive, you know, lands in Cheryl's lap, his face first in her lap. And this is like this total gangbanger guy. And then I go to hit the gas. As I go to hit the gas, this thing is so slow. I wasn't trying the, you know, the the, the V8 size engine, but it just like putted. And I'm seeing these gangbangers chasing and this guy's in the back seat, you know, with his his head in Cheryl's lap. And he sits up, he goes, go, 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 go. And these gangbangers are chasing. And I'm like, trying to step on the gas so we take off and now we're zooming down not Sepulveda is it yeah Sepulveda Boulevard we're 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 heading down Sepulveda and he's like make a right and then I knew this one street is known for its drugs I'm like there's no way I'm gonna go down that fucked up street we'll park over here and I'm like look I want to park in like the main area and meanwhile the whole sales guy isn't saying a fucking thing so so you've got that you've got the gangbanger you've got your your girlfriend and you've got the car dealer that was the the closest thing to a, a threesome that I had or even a foursome the sales guy didn't do shit you know, my girlfriend's got this. He must this... have been shitting in his pants. Oh, he was. And I'm thinking, you're a guy. Do something. But that's why I get a two-seater. I don't want to have someone jumping in the back seat. I, hey, if I'm by myself and I stopped a red light, a, ah. someone's going to jump right in. So what happened? Did this guy get out of the car? What happened? Yeah, no, I, we pulled over by a shakies over there. I'm like, okay, get the fuck out. And then, then we took off. But I didn't know if, if the gangs was trying to get him. And this is before they started just shooting like they normally do now in L.A. Or not in L.A., but in certain parts of Los Angeles. You know, I didn't know if, if he was getting jumped into the gang. Maybe he was caught sleeping with some other guy's girlfriend. But something happened. And, and I, you know, or was he trying to just carjack us? I can't even imagine me driving around with that guy in the car. Oh, no. Well, because you see, like, six guys running after him. And he's with you. 
crazy. Well, there you go. So that that's why Roxanne's car, not for me. I appreciate the beautiful thought, and I know that we're ready next time that she's, um, you know, drops to the floor in agony and can't move because her pancreas just exploded or something like that. But at least I can get her to the hospital. Miatas are cute. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.